everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And we're Two Dudes Talking Disney. What's going on? Nothing, uh... Well, I mean, actually, to say nothing, obviously, we wouldn't be doing a show if there was nothing. That's right. Even though we won't uh, post the show today, it is October 1st, uh, which means happy 48th birthday to the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, 1971 was the opening day, and a happy... How many years is this for Epcot? Uh, It would be 38. 38? Yeah. So Epcot opened in... 82. 82. So that would be 37. 37. 37. Okay, so, yeah, I was off. Happy 37th birthday, Epcot. Great math skills there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, firemen don't have to add. No. You only need to know two numbers to be a fireman. What's that? It's uh, pump at 150, bake at 350. <laughs> Those are the only two numbers you need to know. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, we, again, Epcot. We got a lot of Epcot news in the past couple of days. Yeah, so uh, this this is a new show, and there's a, been a lot going on in the past week, week and a half. So uh, we're going to get into it. And as Dave mentioned, uh, Epcot is right at the top of our list because uh, I, I think the big news is that uh, Illuminations is gone. And as you know, thank God. Uh, I, I don't know why. We were actually there for the original, the first Illumination show. And then I, I just, uh, that was back in like the 80s. Late. That was ninety nine okay. is when Illuminations debuted. Was it really that old? No, ninety nine. Yeah, it's been up. It was twenty years. I think we're fact checking that one, Tom. Oh, I, I, okay. I've already fact checked it uh, for various other so, shows I'm on. Uh, but it was. I, I was never a fan of Illuminations. It, it was originally Illuminations two thousand Reflections of Earth. No, but the original Illumination show was in the eighties because when we were there before, when we were kids. All right. Did they just uh, continue to re- repackage and rebrand the show? Yeah, yes. All right. I think. We're, we're going to Google this right now. All right. Well. But, uh, yes, the original Illuminate. Thank God. Either way, it's gone, and thank God. All right. Uh, so, earlier this morning, I thought it pretty funny. Dave said, uh, gun to his head. Gun uh, to my head. You said, watch Illuminations, or or, or you're, you're gone. And right. I would say, pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. So, Dave, not a fan. No. But many were. I'm, I'm like the only one. <laughs> But many were fans, and it was kind of a sad night last night. Uh, so after after 20 years of the current show, uh, it has been put to rest. And for some reason, they've decided that they're going to create an interim show. So there's going to be a new show that debuts next May called Harmonious. And uh, until then, we have Epcot Forever. And um, Epcot Forever debuting tonight, which actually you can watch it live on the Disney Parks blog. Right, or or hopefully you watched it live since this right, will be yes, posted actually, after. Yeah, yeah. So we'll probably gonna, have a link to the replaying of the live a stream. You're going to need to watch it live <laughs> as of right now. But uh, yeah, Epcot Forever starting tonight. Um, what are your thoughts, Tony? Are you excited for a new show? I'm always excited for new shows, uh, but it'll probably be a, a couple months before I get down there to see it. Uh, Epcot Forever kind of celebrates Epcot, the past, the history, the music of Epcot. So it, it should be a fun show. I mean, Epcot's always got good music. And, uh, you know, Epcot Epcot usually does not have involvement from characters. I mean, the original concept of Epcot was devoid of characters. And that didn't work out well. And over time, you know, they've started to bring their, their characters and intellectual property into the parks. But they've they've never integrated it into their nighttime shows. And, uh, you know, you go to the Magic Kingdom and no matter what the fireworks show is, you know, Mickey's involved. There's characters involved. You hear the characters in the uh, narration uh, and they're usually part of the show. But Epcot is usually more about music and spectacle, which I've enjoyed. Yes. I mean, again, I'm, I'm looking forward to the new show. Uh, it is one of the, the weirder, I guess you could say, things about Epcot shows is that they are multidirectional. 
you know, it, uh, when you watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks, the Star Wars fireworks, they're, they're set off from kind of like a central location where because of uh, World Showcase, the Epcot shows always has to be kind of 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes it a, a much more unique experience because no matter where you are, you're kind of getting it from all angles. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, the new show, go check it out. See if right. I see if, if I despise it more or less than Illuminations. Well, do you think you'll uh, regret your words and one day be like, oh, I wish they could just bring Illuminations back? Um, never. Actually. Never? Never, no. All right, did you did you manage to find Illuminations original date? January 30th, 1988. All right. It was the original Illuminations. So right. the Leonard family was in Disney on January 30th, 1988. And then the current Illuminations show that we have, Reflections of Earth, was created in 1999. Right, that debuted October so, yes. 1st of 99. So that would have been 20 years ago yes. today. Yeah, yeah. So, but the the fun part of that was that it it was part of the tapestry of uh, tapestry of nations. Right. Was you had the parade beforehand, yep. uh, followed up by the fireworks uh, and nighttime spectacular, which kind of all flowed nicely together. And then eventually they they got rid of tapestry of nations, tapestry of dreams. I I wish they would bring those two parades back. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. again, more additions to the Epcot lineup. Yeah. Uh, now, we also have a new experience called the Epcot Experience. It's in the old Odyssey restaurant, which I I always laugh because, like, I, we're going to call that the old Odyssey restaurant forever. forever. Like, you know, right. they're going to put, they can put 20 things in there and you'll still be like, you know, the old Odyssey restaurant. Right. Uh, it's, it's like the old Caldor Plaza. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's opening in the old Odyssey restaurant uh, today. And it's going to be a uh, preview, a glorified preview center of what the transformation of Epcot is going to be. It's going to celebrate Epcot's past with some props and some uh, history of Epcot. There's also a 12-minute 360 video on Epcot. It's a floor-to-ceiling screen. Floor-to-ceiling screen, much like Tony's house. Floor-to-ceiling yes. screen, 360. Yes. yes, sure. Watch Friends. You feel like you're sitting on the couch. Um, and then uh, with that, there's also going to be some limited photo op. There's one where it looks like you're standing on top of the world's largest geosphere, Spaceship Earth. So uh, kind of something to do to, to, to occupy some time in Epcot and to check out the history of Epcot. You know, with the closing of uh, the Starbucks, the, the Club Cool, that pavilion, and I don't know exactly remember at this point what the name of the pavilion was. Isn't that uh, all was it, part of Innoventions West? Yeah, I was going to say Communicore. That's yeah. what I was going to call it. <laughs> uh, but that, I, one of the things I loved was that they had like the timeline of Epcot in there. If you mm-hmm. went in there, and, it, and I would say that was, those were good bathrooms. They were never that crowded. Right. They were always clean. Um, and if occasionally during special events like food and wine, they would have some stuff. Like distribution there. Yeah, and they would have some stuff there in there. And um, But they, they had like a history of Epcot on the wall. And you can go year by year with when they started playing, you know, all the way back to when Walt first came up with the idea through the, the openings of all the attractions. So I, that's one thing I always liked about Epcot is they had that Epcot history in the park. So uh, it's it's nice that they're moving it. I'm sure it'll be at Odyssey for a couple of years now until the, the park is transformed, and then we'll be back to the old Odyssey. Right. Yeah, Epcot's, Epcot's going through a, a, a tough time because you're at the front of the park, and they've got the tram like station a, all ripped up. It looks up. like they were testing missiles in the parking lot. Yeah, you know, it's like if you, if you had some Tonka trucks, it's like perfect because there's all dirt piles out there and uh, – you know, the security checkpoints, even though you've gone through security to get out, you know, if you come by the monorail, you you, you go through security at, at the Ticket and Transportation Center, and then you get to Epcot and things are all screwed up, so you've got to go through security again. Um, and it's just the, the front of the park is a nightmare. And then you walk through and it's like, okay, they've taken out the Leave a Legacy, uh, you know, monoliths, uh, and it looks really nice. 
And then you get to the other side of Spaceship Earth, and all of a sudden, everything on the right-hand side where Interventions West was is all boarded up. It's all boarded, yeah. Uh, and I saw some pictures of the the uh, fountain, and it just, it's, you know, the, there's no water in there. It's all rusty, and it, it, it kind of looks like one of those, uh, you know, apocalyptic scenes. Yeah. Out it's of, like what uh, Disney would look like if after the apocalypse. Right. So it's kind of sad, but, um, you know, it like we've said, it is a transformation for the park and, and in time for the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort, which will be two years from today, uh, everything should be uh, in, in working order and, you know, th- this will just be a memory. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll be back. It'll be like, the you know, as we know, the four parks have all recently gone through some upgrading. Magic Kingdom went first with the, the new Fantasyland, which, again, a lot of hype for for attraction, you know, two attractions right. and, and a, a dining place, but and then Animal Kingdom with the addition. You don't of like Enchanted Stories, Time with Belle. I, I, you know, I, it's a lot of hype lately in Disney. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little Disney hating coming mm-hmm. on. Like it's okay. a lot of hype. It's a lot of, you know. Then you had Pandora. Now the Galaxy's Edge expansion, the uh, Toy Story expansion. Now it's Epcot's turn. So okay, and all of this, of course, ramping up for the big 50th anniversary right celebration. Two years from today as we record the show. It would be nice to know, though, when the birthday celebration is going to begin because Disney is famous for... Year long. You know, well, usually they're 18-month celebrations. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, will they start the celebration on January 1st of uh, 2021 and extend it through, you know, summer of 2022? Well, even like now, like they have like, you know, the Celebrate Mickey and Minnie with Mm -hmm. Mickey's birthday. And it's like they... It was a lot of hype and then it was a lot of like, you know social media presence stuff but at the end of the day it's like right now the only thing left for Mickey's birthday was the meet and greet with Mickey and Minnie in their birthday suit which is, no, which then, is gone which ended yesterday yeah. yeah so like again it's but you know what there is to celebrate Mickey's 90th birthday what's that there's a ton of merchandise in the stores right right you know there's like that's that's pretty much how and it's again it's it's just the way that they they operate nowadays um but yeah we're uh we're looking forward to the Epcot experience you know some things we'll be hitting the next time we head down to the parks so and then uh, sticking, I guess you could say, in the Epcot vicinity, September 29th was the official opening of the Disney Skyliner, uh, Disney's new mass transit system. Uh, as you know, it's a cable car, I guess, right? Would that be the term? It's a, well, it's a gondola. A yeah, gondola, cable car. Cable yeah. car, gondola. So yeah. you say gondola, I think. You say gondola. I, I think like, you know, both Venice. Italy. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, looking up some fun facts about the gondolas, there's uh, five stations. There's three separate loops. Um, they really don't give you numbers of, of what how many people it moves, but they they say it's uh, it's equivalent to a busload of people every like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Which, um, if that's the truth, that it, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. I know there are there are nearly three hundred cars, uh, four stations, like you said, and it hits four resorts. But Disney says there are five other resorts within walking distance, so they consider this system to be hitting nine resorts. Okay. Because they include all of the stuff around Crescent Lake, you know, Swan and Dolphin, Boardwalk, Yacht and Beach Club to be serviced as well because they're very close to the International Gateway stop. So there's basically, there's, I guess you'd say there's there's three loops, right? There are three loops. You have, so you have the, the, again, since we were in Epcot, the Epcot loop, which the Epcot loop goes to uh, what's soon to be open Disney's Riviera Resort, where if you will, there's a hub. And then from there, you take it to the second loop, which goes from the uh, Riviera to the Caribbean Beach to uh, Pop Century and right. Art of Animation. Caribbean Beach is the uh, hub. The main hub. Is the main is hub. And then, and then from there, you can go from the Caribbean Beach to Hollywood Studios. 
So now it's from what I've seen and on the social media and what I've read, basically if you're if you're in the uh, Caribbean beach and you head to Epcot, that's the only time you stay on the gondola where mm-hmm. you don't have to transfer from from line to line. But otherwise, if you so if you want to go from Hollywood Studios to Epcot, you have to go to the uh, Caribbean beach and transfer, transfer to the other line. Um, the big the big news about the whole thing has just been the 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 heat. You know, it's a you're in a metal box in Florida, uh, up in the air. Disney calls it passive ventilation, which is a fancy word for rolling down the windows. Right. Um, you know, and if you go on social media, a lot of places, a lot of people say that it, uh, the system's prone to short stoppages, five ten minutes, and in the five ten minutes, uh, you do notice a noticeable increase in temperature with the the. the Lack of the passive ventilation system. Right. I also do hear that there there is a a new term that they are talking about now, which is uh, skyliner hair, uh, because the <laughs> the, the breeze <laughs> from the passive uh, system, you know, you're moving at about eleven twelve miles an hour, and it does, uh, you know, it, it is noticeable, and you do kind of get a little bit of uh, skyliner hair. Yeah, and uh, a funny uh, thing so far as too is there is a emergency kit. In each of the gondolas, and uh, there's been a couple of pictures on social media. Yeah, I enjoy the fact that the kit has waste bags. Yes, it has waste bags, uh, packets of drinking water, mm-hmm. and some illuminating uh, glow sticks or flashlights. So if you're stuck, you can throw a rave up yes. there, apparently. <laughs> Imagine you look up at one and like, the glow sticks going, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, uh, there, there even was a rumor on social media that the uh, system was shut down, and uh, very noticeably, a couple uh, was christening. Oh, yes, that was uh, was on social media too. I mean, if you go on social media and you look at the hashtag Skyliner, you'll see, you know, the good, the bad, people complaining, people mm-hmm. liking it, people not liking it. Uh, another complaint is that people say, like, if you're afraid of heights, don't go on it because you you really do get some altitude and it sways. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a, a, a you know a scarier a, a system, if you will. Right. And uh, a lot of people also too are asking about the wait times, but Disney's answer is there's no wait time posted because it's not an attraction; it's a transportation system, so there will be no posting of wait times. Good to know. Yeah. Somebody referred to it as uh, a, a what they call it. A track, a transportation. Okay, a transportation. Yeah. Part attraction, <laughs> part transportation. It is a new term in the Disney language. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's just like the monorail. The monorail, as much as it's transportation, is an attraction in and of itself. Correct. And I enjoy riding the monorail. Yeah. I don't necessarily have to, but you know, it's there. I want to ride it when it's working. Right. Um, you know, it, it it will be interesting to see though how well this uh, Skyliner system works uh, to see if it gets rolled out. You know, will they eventually extend it to maybe the Ticket and Transportation Center right. and or Animal Kingdom? You know, I think it would be really cool to head to Animal Kingdom because there's a lot of uh, a lot of greenery that you would it's be going a, yeah. over. What what I'm, and you know you talk about the expansion of the transportation systems. One of my favorite things is that people don't realize the master plan to expand the monorail is there. Right. Uh, you know, the, and and they have plans to run the monorail around the whole park. They just obviously haven't never acted on them. But one of the things I love is a lot of times when a new person joins DVC, 
in the DVC paperwork, you actually have to sign a form that gives the right away for the monorail. Mm-hmm. So they tell you, you know, uh, when you're going through your paperwork process and it's in there, the fine print that you're signing away, you know, uh, that there will be a right away for a monorail. So I always laugh because every once in a while, like the DVC Facebook page, you'll get somebody that's like, oh my God, they're going to expand the monorail because we just bought DVC and, you know, it was in the paperwork and it's, right. it's been in there since day one. Right. Uh, but again, I, I don't. But the, the cost to run it, yeah, I, think when, I think when Vegas did it, it was what, like three to five million dollars per, per mile. mile. Yeah. But I did see too that it, Tokyo Disney's getting all new monorail cars. They are, and they're I, they're very cool monorail they're very, cars. Yeah, I have to say, I, I, you know, watch a lot of social media, watch a lot of YouTube bloggers. A couple of them have made the trip to Tokyo Disney, and I, everything in Tokyo Disney is so awesomely themed. Right. I, I, I would love to to see it, and the monorails are like heavy, heavy Mickey themed. Yeah, I'm thinking two dudes road trip. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we two dudes international. There you go. Sure. And, uh, you know, on the way to Tokyo, we would probably stop at the Disneyland Resort. Yeah, stop resort. at Disneyland for a day or two, you know. And Disneyland last night, you know, while all the, the furor was about Illuminations closing, uh, last night was the closing night for the Main Street Electrical Parade. Yes. A- again. 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 For the next few weeks. Until they pack <laughs> it up and move it back east. Right. Yeah, it seems to be, uh, you know, the, the, the Main Street Electrical Parade is the itinerant parade of... Uh, of the, the Walt Disney Company because it, you know, it, it closes in California. It goes cross-country. They create a cool commercial about, you know, these these floats going down like Route 66. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, it goes to Disney World for a couple of years and then they'll close it and they'll ship it back to California. So is this the last we will see of the Main Street Electrical Parade? I doubt Probably it. not. Yeah. Probably not. Are you a big fan of the I Main Street I am a Street big Electrical fan of the Main Street yeah. Electrical Parade, yes. Why is that? Um... I, I don't know. I think it's more nostalgic Disney. You okay. Know, we, we grew up, it was always in the Magic Kingdom. We, I was not a fan of Spectrum Magic. Mm-hmm. I was okay. a fan of, of the Electrical Light Parade. All right. Uh, I'll tell you the, the one thing, excuse me, the one thing that, that kind of creeps me out in the Main Street Electrical Parade, Pete. Yeah. From Pete oh, yeah, and the yeah. Dragon, Pete, that, that, yeah, that, that, that kid sitting the up kid there sitting with up the... Up there. Uh, he looks like, like he's going to murder you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> with that little page boy yes. haircut. I just, <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of his, but I, other than that, I like the parade. So, uh, some other news, the big change, especially this affects me, uh, there's been a massive change to Disney's uh, stroller policy. Stroller, uh, wheelchair. And ECV, uh, ECV which, which are scooters. Yeah, scooter policy. Up until now, uh, there were a lot of third-party vendors where you could rent a, a stroller, a wheelchair, or an ECV for your entire stay and have it sent right to your hotel, and you picked it up at the bell stand. Uh, they've now changed it to a single company. Will hold your well. Let's 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 take a step back because yes. they they announced the other day yes um, on Friday I believe that they were changing the policy and that all strollers wheelchairs ECVs that were dropped off uh, required a face to face meeting that Bell Services would no longer be responsible for you know said conveyance items. Um, and people kind of went a little nuts, and a few of the stroller companies put out press releases, and this was supposed to go into effect October 1st. They've actually now pushed it back to November, November 1st. 1st. Yeah. So, you know, it used to be great. You know, you're traveling with a child. You don't want to bring your, your fancy stroller. You want to get a stroller from, you know, we, Kingdom so, Strollers. Yeah, so- so right now we do it, and we use Kingdom Strollers. And I, you know, if anyone listens, if anyone's looking for a recommendation, they're a great service. I highly recommend them. Uh, we found out about it our our second trip down to Disney with Amelia, and it was it's a, a huge uh, relief, or, or it's it's worth every penny because when you're going through the airport, you're lugging already enough stuff to make a small caravan, and 
you you don't really need the stroller in the airport, especially with Magical Express. You're you know you're hopping on, hopping off the plane. You, you know you're lugging the stroller, you're lugging the diaper bag, you're lugging everything through the airport. So the services, I was actually amazed the first time I found out that Kingdom Stroller delivered right to the resort because I actually thought for Disney that's kind of weird that they're they're doing that. So right. uh, we've been using them now for four years. They're they're it's a great service and especially you go. And you get to the park, you get to the hotel, you walk up to the bell stand, tell them your name, they wheel your stroller out, and you're off in the park. Right. And and um, we've we've done the same thing in the past with my mother. You know, at the time she was she was mobile, but she wasn't good enough to walk the whole time. Uh, or we went with Cheryl's grandmother. You know, she at the time she needed a a, a, a scooter. Um, so you have the scooter dropped off. The scooter's there. That you know, Disney will rent a a a scooter or a stroller. But they would only be available in the in parks. The park, yeah, and that and that, and that's the that was the big the big thing is that you had to wait till you get to the park, and you can't take it out of the park. Right. Um. So they they've now have one single authorized stroller provider, EVC, EVC wheelchair provider. Right. So Scooter Bug. Yes. Uh, which is actually a nationwide uh, scooter wheelchair stroller company, uh, and they were actually the behind the scenes providers for Disney strollers. Uh, to begin with right. for a number of years. Um, but they are now the, f- I believe they, they are considered the, to be the featured provider. Correct. And, and they will now assume that role of you could drop off and pick up your, your right. So yeah, device. So who knows, who knows whether they're paying a licensing fee to Disney or providing Disney with some type of a commission. commission yeah. But you know, like Dave said, if you get a scooter from scooter bug and, uh, they handle a lot of tour spots like they do scooters in Vegas yes. they do you know stuff in LA wherever you know Branson Missouri wherever there's wherever there's tourists there's a scooter bug location um so if you rent from them yeah you're just going to be able to go down bell stand pick it up but if you go from you know kingdom strollers orlando strollers um apple was the place we rented um, my mother's scooter from uh you know you're going to have to arrange a face to face to meet which is tough because you know, a lot of people, you get off the plane, you get on the Magical Express, you check in the resort. If you're there early enough in the day, you want to head to the parks. Well, now you've got to, you know, you've got to do it. You've got to wait yeah. because now you need to do this face-to-face thing. And what happens if your plane is late? You know, your your plane's arriving at 9, so you do an 11 drop-off for your stroller, but now your plane doesn't get in until 1030. Yep. You know, so it, it's it's just going to be a little bit of a nightmare until they get all of this straightened out. And uh, some of the stroller, already some of the other stroller locations, they've opened up kiosks at Orlando International Airport. So I think you're going to see some more of that from some of the companies mm-hmm. where you'll you'll meet, uh, you know, you'll meet them right at the airport. Right, and there's there's been no talk. Um, Garden Grocer has come out and said that this change does not that, affect that, them, right? Uh, because you can have deliveries from like Garden Grocer, Amazon Prime, Instacart, Costco, you know, Walmart. You can have boxes dropped off at the bell stand for groceries and they will uh, hold them for you so we don't know if this affects groceries um you know if you have medical devices whether you need oxygen or a cpap machine you know once again it it hasn't been fleshed out it's just been as of right now the announcement has just been the scooter the stroller and the wheelchair right so we'll we'll see where this goes goes. the two dudes team will follow this trail no matter where it leads (laughs) uh all right, and our final kind of news thing, if anybody watched this weekend, uh, the Freeform Channel, which is one of the Disney's uh, holdings, right. uh, they had a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge special hosted by Neil Patrick Harris and uh, Key, uh, Key or Peel? Uh, Key. Key. Uh, Michael Keegan Mike, Key? Yes, Michael Keegan Key. Uh, 
Satoni, I don't know if Galaxy's edged out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just the more I think about the land, the more it's just it's so off. It, it's I don't know. Now, I, now Dave couldn't couldn't bring himself to watch it. I couldn't. I started watching it and uh-huh. turned it off out of my disgust for the fact that they ruined Star Wars. I I started watching it, and you know it's funny because what what do you do when you watch things now? You immediately go to social media to see what other people yeah. are saying, and watching a show has now become a community experience. And, um, you know, I, I saw a, a post from somebody and they're like, oh, my God, this is a two hour. This is nothing more than an extended commercial. Well, it's like, hello, yeah, where, where, where have you been for the past 20 years? Have you not watched the Disney Christmas parade, which is nothing more than an extended commercial? Right. Have you watched the, the Thanksgiving special that they do, which they call like the holiday, per, you know, holiday yeah. show? That's an extended commercial. Have you ever watched like when Epcot opened 38 years ago and they did the special on ABC? You know what? It's an, it's it's all, it's an it's extended commercial. Yeah. I mean, that's really all these shows are, is it shows you the highlights. You learn a little bit about the backstory. You know, it's not a... It, this isn't 2020. Right. You know, uh, or NBC investigates. You know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're not getting uh, investigative reporting. You're getting reasons to come and, and see the park. They're showing you all the shiny, bright stuff so that you book your trip you know, through a authorized Disney travel agent, perhaps with a, a Disney travel agent, um, but it, they're trying to get you to go there, and uh, it's very funny that people are like, you know, just re- some some people are just realizing it now uh, that that's what Disney does. But Disney is first and foremost, you know, a marketing company, right. and and they they do a good job at it. Um, having said that, I did watch the special. I fast forwarded through as much of it as I could, um, but. Uh, it's very funny because you've heard Dave and I on multiple times, you know, talk about why Batu, and they actually address it in the show, and and they showed all the other various locations that Star Wars movies have been from Coruscant to Hoth to Tatooine to Dagobah um, uh, to Crate, and all of a sudden, you know, it's Batu, and and they said, well, you know, we didn't want to give you an experience that's already happened. You know, we want you to make your own experience in this new place. Fail. Yeah. Fail. Yeah. And, you know, for for a large segment of the Star Wars fan base, that's not what they want. No. No. It it just, it, the more I think about, I mean, like, I've been back to Galaxy's Edge, you know, and there's nothing there for me to do anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you've... I've ridden the Millennium Falcon eight times. I've I've I'm not spending two hundred bucks to make another lightsaber. I'm not spending one hundred and fifty bucks to make another droid. Right. You know the canteen. They re- increased the prices on August canteen again. Right. You know so there there is nothing left for me to do in that land that, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I just I don't know what they're gonna do. And I I I was very hopeful that Rise of the Resistance would save. The land, but I again, I just don't think uh, it, it's going to. I think I'm, that, I'm hoping that it will. Yeah, I, I was hoping it will, but after going back a couple of times and and just not, you know, being such a Star Wars fan and a fan of the thing and just not caring that it was there because there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you can't even get your picture taken with Chewbacca or, or Ray because they're just running around, you know. It's like, I'd rather go over to the launch bay and take my picture with BB 8 and. And Chewbacca, where you could actually meet a character, right? Rather than this, they run around the land and play. You know, it, I don't know. Immersive interactive games yeah, with you, yeah. Light the spark, you know. Yeah. Ignite the spark, light the fire. Like, just give me something I know, right? And 
Again, we talked about it a million times. You know, you go to Cars Land, you're in Radiator Springs. Right. They didn't make another town. No. You go to Diagon Alley, you're in Diagon Alley. Right. You know, it, you know it, yeah, Cars Land, it's funny because you went to Radiator Springs. You didn't go to uh, Air Conditioner Lake. Right. You, you know, know, like, oh, this is, you know, the new area that we know. You went this to is Transmission you know. Falls. Right. No, there's, no <laughs> the, it, you're in Radiator Springs. And, uh, you know, they, they showed the announcement from Bob Iger yesterday from like four or five years ago when he announced, you know, we're building a whole new Star Wars land and everybody went crazy. And then he held up his fingers and he was like, but we're going to do two new Star Wars. And everybody went nuts. And it's like the more you think about it, it's like, OK, so you've created two versions of the same place that no one knows Still about. Up, yeah. You know, maybe you were better off just putting one out in California. You know, if you want to drive people to California, put it in California and you're going to get droves of Star Wars fans to go there. Yeah. Or if you're going to put two, you know, maybe one is the resistance, you know, California is the resistance and, you know, Florida's the the first order or the empire or, uh, you know, California's Dagobah and Florida is Coruscant, you know, but give people what they want. You know? And I wonder what they're going to do. Are they? Are they? I mean, because my thing at this point is the easiest thing to do, and the thing that would make the most sense is convert it to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. You know, say, I, come out and say it. We blew it, so we're going to give you a Tatooine, and then you'd, you'd see the Star Wars fans fall off their chairs. Right. I. I don't. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think you're going to see that. Yeah. I think what they're going to do is they're going to say, "Hey, yeah, Star Wars land," but did you know that we're opening up a Marvel land in California right, right. in two you years? Know, I mean, like, yeah, like. We're going to have Marvel Land. They're going to have it set in, like, you know, I don't even know. Like, it's like, you know, it's going to be set in Gotham City. Like, oh, we thought we'd give you a whole new experience. What? All right. Well, All right, so those are our thoughts. Now, will we continue to beat Star Wars Galaxy's Edge into the ground? Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. So. And uh, the next time we do it, I'll be Tony. I'll be David. And, and we're, we're Two, two dudes, dudes Talking Disney. Disney.